CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I am joined now by Dylan from Betches, who is known for his takes on Bravo. He is quite literally Bravo by Betches. We met at BravoCon. I've been stalking him ever since, and we are going to talk all things reality TV. Of course, we'll get into The Bachelor, but there's a lot of Bravo news to break down. Dylan, how are you? I am doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to to talk a little Bachelor and Bravo. You know, The Bachelor's not on yet, and it's (laughs) nice to be able to dive into other shows on this platform that I made Us Weekly give me, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're you're like, I'm reclaiming my space that I claimed for myself. I'm still here for the right reasons. I just sometimes, you know, need to dive into other reality television. But I do want to talk about The Bachelor first. Where do you stand? I know you watch, but are you like a casual viewer? Did you make it through Matt James' season? What are your favorites? All that stuff. I'm a very casual viewer. Like every season I tell myself I'm going to watch because I'm like, okay, like I have to watch it this season. And so I usually start strong and then like somewhere around halfway, you know, like if my roommate's not home that week, like I might not get to the episode. Fair. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely follow The Bachelor more than I watch it, I would say. But I love the mess. Like the drama is what I'm here for. So like all of Matt James' this season, honestly, it worked for me because there was just so much like mess going on. See, I felt that way about the Claire, Tasha mix mm-hmm. up. Like I liked all the buildup and then I loved watching like Claire and Dale be like cringy Claire and Dale. And I liked like them breaking up. Like that's what I liked too. Matt's season, it just got a little too serious for me. I was like, I don't know how much we need The Bachelor to be give. Like it was a little much. Yeah, it was like, I was into it when like Sarah was causing problems and there was that whole episode where there were like no dates basically. But then by the end, it was like, okay, this is bleak. It was was too dark. It was too real. Like, I don't need, I need to laugh at these people, not like have them, you know, be be, like, I don't know. It it was too much for me. But um, how did you feel about Katie from what you saw of Matt's season? I liked Katie. I think it's interesting because she wasn't in like the final, you know, two or three people. So Barely she was in the one top of those, 10. right. She was one of those people who clearly like made a big impression. Um, but I always think it's interesting when they choose somebody like sort of unexpected, I guess. Um, I'm more excited for Michelle than for Katie, but you know, I, she's, she's cute. I think it'll be a fun season. I don't know if she's like ready to find love <laughs> here for the right reasons <laughs> dare i say but I you say. know i don't i don't like the purple skirt in the promo that's that's ruining it for me right off the bat the backward skirt that i am like 
try, I don't know who I need to talk to at ABC or the stylist. I keep saying the stylist must have gone with Chris Harrison. Like, why would they put her in this backwards skirt? Like, it's the, oh, I need to know. And then the Be A Katie shirt, it, it, it's, it's mm-hmm. just, it's not okay. That just doesn't mean it. Like, what does, what does that nobody mean? can explain what Be A Katie means. And it doesn't, like, it's not catchy. It's not cute. Um, so I'm hoping that those are not, like, decisions coming from her and that mm-hmm. once we're into her season, like, she'll kind of be steering the ship a little more. Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, the, the she has no control over that, I, would, I wouldn't think. But it kind of brings up an interesting point with the Bia Katie and the catchphrase because, like, Bravo Liberties, more so than ever now, I feel like, are known for saying things to try to get merch out of it. And Katie <laughs> didn't say that, and they're putting this on her, but it kind of gives me that vibe, right? Like, when a housewife walks into a room and, and yells something, just hoping that they can put it on a mug. Yeah, it's like she's walking into the room, mm, be a Katie. <laughs> it's like, like her thing she, is talking about herself. Now I'm worried that she's going to start saying that during the season. And I really hope that doesn't happen because it's not, it's not an iconic line. It's, it's really not. It doesn't, like you said, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I guess being a Katie means standing up for yourself, which is great. But I've said this before. I think it's kind of a weird narrative to set because it means everybody else in the season who didn't like Katie, because it was very split, they were all wrong. And I'm not saying that that's not true because the women were kind of a disaster this year. But it's also just the show taking a stand being like, actually, we, we like Katie, but we don't, we don't like any of you. If that makes any sense. Yeah, and we know all those girls are going to be in paradise. Yeah. <laughs> all the non-Katies. All the, all the, anyone who wasn't a Katie has to go on the beach or a Michelle. It's so ridiculous. Um, the promo in general, did you, any of the limo entrances, did you, did that like make you excited? Did you like the premieres? Because the premieres are usually my favorite. Like I think the even though the limo entrances are really stupid, I enjoy them. I like, yeah, the limo entrances are a little much for me sometimes, but I do enjoy that first cocktail party when everybody is really like, hungry to make their mark and people are just like you know it's like there's blood in the water there are sharks you know looking for their two minutes of alone time um so i think the premiere it's like i when it's like a knight in shining armor or or like you know it's a little inside and everybody's kind of like really really trying to nail down you know their way into the competition yeah a little bit of drinks are flowing i mean it's definitely they i don't know if you saw but the bios came out today and one of there's 30 guys well 29 guys and one box oh good lord no i haven't seen i saw the promo where it's like flashing all the guys names on the screen and like that i'm like okay i'm, I'm not retaining information here like i don't know <laughs> like cool. they all have like the most generic names on the planet as always like connor p connor yeah. whatever yeah. there are Great. two connors you got that well, Quartney. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, no, there's a box. I think it's going to be Blake Moynes, who was seen, like, filming the show. Oh, I haven't heard that. Wow. Yes, he was seen. So he was the one who, like, fell in love with both Claire and Tasha very quickly, Um, (laughs) which at least confirms that he's one of the people that the show, quote, unquote, works for. Because he like fall, you know what I mean? Whether True. he's falling in love or lust. So I don't know how he got his way on to this season two, but he was definitely filming. So I don't know if he's the box or if he'll show up later, but he was definitely like on the set for several days. He's like the new Nick Vial. Exactly. He's which like, is put whichever woman you put in front of me, like I will I will say I love you too. And that is it's reliable. They they need that. He was like, he like couldn't get over the fact that Claire left for like two weeks. And then all of a sudden he was like, Tasha's the one for me. Like that was, it was a weird thing right. for them to set up to want us to follow yeah. also in general. Cause it's like, we're supposed to believe these guys think Claire's the best. And then she leaves and they're supposed to pivot to Tasha, but you couldn't go too far either way. Like this guy, he fell in love with Claire allegedly. And right. then he was in love with Tasha. So he like kind of almost ruined the like illusion, but whatever. Well, 
best of luck to Katie. That seems like a red flag to me, but the heart wants what it wants. Yeah, we'll see if he makes it any, anything. To quote another Selena Gomez song that wasn't in Katie's promo. <laughs> yes, it was Ring, but the heart does want what it wants. Maybe she's a Selena Gomez fan. Um, before we move on to Bravo, I wrote a little game based on the bios and I am okay. going to read you some lines and you are going to tell me if you think they were actually there or if I made them up. Oh no. Okay. Yeah, fine. <laughs> but it's funnier that you haven't read them because, yes. and you no, know, I have not seen these. I'm not as probably wittier and as smart as you. So don't take that okay. for what it is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hit me. True or false, Andrew M. loves to sample men's fragrances from magazine inserts. I'm going to say that's true. It is true. Okay. You know Andrew M. so well. Connor C. loved Livestrong bracelets growing up. Um, I'm going to say false for that one. False. It's puka shell necklaces. No. Oh, Even God. Worse. Connor, you're doing so well. Brendan's favorite vegetable is broccoli, but he hates peas. Um, I'll say true. False. He actually does not like any vegetable. Oh, okay. That's fine. Picky eaters. I, I don't mind. It's fine. Jeff calls himself an exceptional lover. So here's hoping he doesn't show up and disappoint. I'm going to say false just because I really want it to be false. It's true. You think I would write that? Like, no, like, I was trying to, like, reverse psychology that, but it just was bad either way. No, that's all Jeff, baby. Um, true or false, Marcus fears a world where soap does not exist. True. True. True or false, Connor B. claims he can eat chicken nuggets faster than anyone. Uh, true? Uh, oh, false. God. Actually, it's okay, cereal. Okay. Sorry, I messed that one up. It's he oh, claims okay. he can eat cereal faster than anyone. These are, these bios are ridiculous. Like, I don't know what the, obviously they ask them, it kind of reminds me of like an Us Weekly 25 things. Like they obviously yes. ask them prompts and then you cut out the prompts and you're like, how'd you come up with this? But right. I and, mean. And there are probably like 40 questions and they just pick the two most like random facts to throw together. But every time I see these bios, it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Literally, what are you talking about? Okay, I have two more. Garrett is a YOLO type of guy, but take note, he is oh. very loyal and is looking for a wife, not a one night stand. True. True. Garrett still says YOLO. YOLO kind of guy. Wow, wow, wow. And finally, Greg dreams of seeing LeBron James play basketball in person. Mm, I'm going to say false. I feel like it's like a different basketball player. No, it is. It's true. LeBron James. He really is dreaming big. He clearly cannot get to a any basketball games, I guess. I yeah, like, the Lakers play like 50 games a year. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know where he lives, but I think don't at me. Don't at me if that's like a wildly wrong number of basketball games. <laughs> I think it's more than that, but you're even, so he has more, plenty I mean, of opportunity. They play like twice a year, Sarah. <laughs> basketball season, I don't know what it is, but I think it's pretty lengthy. I think it's like kind of like now. I think it's actually from like around right before Christmas. I mean, uh, Thanksgiving yeah. through the summer. Yeah, so it's now. Yeah, so like go see LeBron. I don't you know think, if they're allowing fans yet, but like you think LeBron's gonna show up in New Mexico <laughs> to surprise him? Oh, absolutely. The they're clearly just dumping money into Katie's season from these promos. You can tell the budget's high. Yeah, they'll get like someone who was on the Lakers and like saw LeBron once walk by, and that'll like be his date. Yes, exactly. It'll be like LeBron's cousin. <laughs> Wait, I heard Lamont. His, yeah, Lamont. <laughs> Lamont James. His uh, his son, who they're like trying to now like train to like be in the NBA. You can like talk to LeBron's like little LeBron. Um, 
Okay, let's talk about Bravo. That just goes to show this season. I mean, all the promos are always ridiculous and it just makes me laugh because you see these guys and they also look so corny and like all the pictures mm-hmm. and then whichever ones you think are going to like be the lamest are usually end up being like the hottest because it's like these pictures kind of mess with you, but whatever. Yeah, well, they always do those like driver's license photos on Facebook that it's like, why, why are you even showing us this? And then the like official promo pics are kind of cringe too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to see him in action. You got to, we got to see you like sliding out of a, a pool yes. to figure out like what you actually look like. You mentioned the Facebook picture. So there's like five guys, obviously who, like who cares, but they're five guys who were on that list, but then don't make the cut. And I don't know if this is just something new they're doing with Corona, but it feels so cruel to just throw them out there. So they're still like associated yeah. with the franchise and like their names are, you know, get put on these like, get on us magazine whatever, right, like, <laughs> and then they don't get to be on the show right like reality steve is still like digging into their past a hundred right and there's not getting anything out of it like that's kind of cruel <laughs> like actually he was benched during his high school basketball season no literally and then one of these guys or maybe two of them were picked for claritasia and now they're putting them on katie so they were on oh, that I, list i remember that yeah they're i mean if anyone's here for the right reasons, it's got to be the guys who have been like for two years, like put me on the show. Literally, it has nothing to do with any of the, le- oh my God, it's, it's a wild, but God, I love this freaking show. I can't help it, you know, <laughs> it's my job. Um, but let's talk about Bravo. I feel like Bravo has been insane recently. I'm sure on your podcast, Mention It All, you have mentioned it all, but I just wanted to get your take on some of the casting and things happening in the cities and what you're liking, what you're not liking as we're, you know, still waiting are these are my listeners are still waiting for the bachelor to come back what should they be tuning Mm -hmm. into what are we over um i wanted to start with hannah leaving summer house because i feel like while that was not a surprise it kind of was a surprise to me and i wanted to know what you thought i okay so it's not a surprise to me that she's not coming back i wasn't like in the headspace where i was expecting that to pop up on my instagram feed Mm -hmm. because it was definitely the type of thing where like you know on housewives sometimes you know when contracts go out because like everybody kind of like posts their whatever announcement. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we haven't had that with Summer House in the last few years, at least. So it, it was interesting to see almost like a housewife leaving type of announcement coming from a Summer House cast member. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think it makes sense. Like I do think Hannah was a good driver of drama on this last season. So I'm a little curious to see kind of like, how things are going to shake out in the house this year. But in terms of like the friend group, it makes sense. So I don't know. They had such a great season. So I'm excited to see what they do next. I know. I feel like I have no information about this at all. This is pure speculation, but I almost feel like they're going to try to do the, where they leave the house even less again. Like maybe they'll let them go back to the city a little bit more. And she, in addition to maybe them being like, we don't, you know, no one, no one likes you in the house. You can't be here. I think it also could have played a factor of like, she can't commit to being in that house again. Cause it clearly didn't mesh with her long term. Yeah, I agree. I hope they do kind of maybe not like full quarantine again, but I do like them staying at the house more and it made it really feel like it it the episodes flowed so much better because mm-hmm. it wasn't like every second episode you had to have a whole scene of them packing up and leaving and then coming back like it really felt like a continuous experience and like one of the craziest days of the season um like the day that carl found out about his brother and then like and whatever her birthday was that same day that was a monday like we wouldn't have even seen that on a normal season so i like having i I just feel like production must have more to kind of play around with when nobody can leave i (laughs) totally agree i enjoy that yeah it's like for us it's like big brother and it's like i want like live feeds like i want everything and it's the same thing with the bachelor they can't leave they don't even have their phone on the bachelor which is why it's put the live feed on peacock 
Oh yeah, like that is genius. That's, Imagine- what, that's what CBS does. They put the live feed for Bachelor is on like Paramount Plus now. Like put it on Peacock. Imagine like Kyle in the middle of the night, like this drunk stuff we already see, like imagine what we don't see. Like that, I mean, I don't know if yeah, you agree. I don't think that would actually work because like there it's would just live. be too much going on. Also, it's not live, but maybe it's should be live. Dream. <laughs> I think it should be. <laughs> Call us, guys. <laughs> I know. I also think it's going to be interesting to see like how the, I know it's not called Winter House, but I refuse to call it whatever they're calling it. Summer any, House Winter Charm, baby. Yeah, whatever. Um, how that all plays out and how that's going to affect, I feel like, the dynamics in the Summer House. Because even though they weren't all there, right. I'm sure the drama went down and then they, this cast... They're, my only problem with them is they fight a lot more when the show's not airing. And then when mm-hmm. they get there, they try to pretend like they're not, like, I feel like everything we watched this season, they were really fighting about something else and they didn't necessarily give it to us until like the reunion. So I yes. feel like that's going to happen again because they filmed this spinoff in the middle. Totally. They love, um, they love to do like a blanket reference to what happened in the winter, which yes. is just like a funny way to talk about nine months of your life. But <laughs> um, it will be interesting because Winter House was only like a two week trip. So like, Mm -hmm. obviously there's a lot of other time going on in between there, but now that Hannah's gone a lot of, like, I think the only cast member that wasn't there was Carl. Right. Which was an interesting choice. That would be returning. So it's interesting to see like, you know, like Paige, Amanda, Sierra, like they were, and Lindsay, they were all there. So like, I don't know. I'm excited for Winter House just because I feel like the the vibe is going to be really interesting to see kind of like, do they treat it like more of a fun vacation or is it like, oh, like shit's going down? Right. Same thing with like the Housewives mashup show. Like I'm, I'm here for it. I'm going to watch it, but I don't know if a week is enough time to give me the, the dynamics that I need. Yeah. I have no expectations for that. I'm like, I'm very excited to see what it's like, but I'm not thinking i'm not like getting my hopes up that there's going to be some like massive feud or anything because i feel like especially from the photos we saw like they clearly were all like having fun yes a lot of tiktoking happened a lot i mean and that was a gift in itself it was worth whatever they paid to send them there was worth it for that one video that melissa gorga posted of ramona like trying to dance so like i'm for it but i just i I don't have high hopes for drama either but i'm sure it'll be entertaining totally um speaking of that um new york is my favorite housewife city and I know we're only two episodes in and people are already like writing it off. I think people are being a little harsh personally. And I think people are also maybe glamorizing Dorinda and like you, we, we miss her because there's not enough housewives. And I agree with that. And five is certainly not enough, but I don't think it's necessarily Dorinda that we're missing. I think we are just like need to give them a little bit of time. How do you feel about this season so far? I agree. I mean, the first two episodes, I have enjoyed them. I don't think they're like, the best episodes of housewives that have ever been on tv but i think people people like to be really extra critical of shows while they're currently airing and i think people just have people kind of enjoy like picking everything apart sometimes a little too much and obviously like i do a recap podcast like that's part of my job to pick things apart but i don't know i'm excited to see kind of where the season goes because we're definitely starting to get into some more like tension and like um, Heather stuff is starting to really come into play. So the end of this Hamptons trip. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think it's it's always it's Bravo, which Bachelor fans do this too. It's like they always want what they can't have. 
So mm -hmm. if, if Paradise is airing, oh, this show, I mean, I think it's perfect, but oh, like they're not, these people aren't serious. If it's a season of The Bachelor that's very dramatic, it's like, oh, well, no one's here for love. If it's all about the love, it's like, okay, I'm bored. So I think people oh. with housewives do the same thing and they are always like, but then we go back and we're like, oh, we underappreciated that season. Totally. I'm like, that's the thing. It's like, if you're always going to say that like season three of Real Housewives of New York is like the best season they've ever had. It's like, which it is. <laughs> it, it, like that's fine like you can have like your peak but like a season doesn't have to be like topping that to be like enjoyable and right. I I feel like I try to really because I have to watch all these shows for work like I try to really just take them at face value and enjoy them for what they are and like I don't get too invested in like picking sides in the drama and I try to just really like pull out all the fun moments that I can rather than kind of getting invested in, like this one's annoying and like she's not pulling her weight and blah 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 blah, blah. it's like just enjoy, watch the show enjoy it you know none of this is that important at the end of the day <laughs> yeah no I'm definitely like I'm of the camp of I could watch like Ramona and Sonia like do anything like yeah. I I'm all for that so that's why in New York it's just I, I I don't know and I struggle with like Leah I I'm hit or miss with them but I, either way like, I appreciate all of them for being there and that right. is one of the only shows I feel like I can turn on and just watch them do nothing so I'm kind of surprised at like the harsh reaction that people are giving well and there's always the people that are like if Ramona needs to be fired right now or like Leah is like so low class and she should never have been brought onto this show and it's like first of all there's never been Roni without Ramona so like you you don't know what you're asking for when you mm -hmm. say she needs to be fired and I would be cautious but right. also like with Leah it's like she is something new she's something different you don't have to like think she's the best person in the world to like enjoy what she brings to the show and it's just like you know they're yeah. trying to freshen it up. And I think with Dorinda, it's like, I love Dorinda. I would be interested to maybe see her come back at some point. But like, I think it was, I think it was the best thing to give her a little break. Last season was just tough. Like some of those moments with Tinsley and stuff, it's like, we need, we need a little palate cleanser. Agreed. New Jersey's winding down. We're getting into reunion season. Obviously they'll be starting to film again if they haven't already. Um, probably pretty soon. Do you think we, st they've had the same cast for a really long time. Do we stick to that? I like, I like New Jersey. It's been good because they've been shorter seasons. I think if they right. added more episodes, I might be like, okay, I'm over these people, but I, I enjoy New Jersey overall. I've, I've been loving New Jersey. I think, so they've had the same cast for three seasons. I think they've had three strong seasons in a row, which is honestly, that's a lot of work. Like these women do, you know, they really do work hard to give us kind of a good season every year. And I think mm -hmm. it shows on New Jersey and the husbands are a big part of that too. Um, I think it would be fun to have a new person in the mix. It does. It sounds like they're going to be testing a few people maybe, um, which I think is smart, but yeah, there's nobody. I mean, the one like people love to say that like Jackie should be fired or like Jackie brings nothing to the table, but I actually I think she is the perfect kind of person to sort of round out the group and mm. you don't need everybody in the group to be like on one all the time and like causing all the drama. And it's like when you have like Jennifer and Teresa and like Margaret, you know, loves to get loud, like all of that stuff, like you can't have six women who are always screaming. So I think yeah. Jackie kind of is a good presence that sort of fills out the group in a way that like, she really does bring stuff to the table sometimes, but then sometimes she takes more of a backseat and on a cast with a lot of big personalities, having somebody in that role can actually be really valuable. 
they, I, people said the same thing about Dolores too. And I was like, no, we, oh, yeah. we 100% need her. One, to have someone for Teresa can like totally talk to you. Because obviously like her alliance or relationship with Melissa is always yeah. an asterisk. So she needs a friend <laughs> and that's Dolores. And also sometimes Dolores does give us drama. And other times she is just there to be someone who can like have, see the bigger picture. Because if, no, if everyone is in the drama, then it's impossible to get anywhere. I think Dolores has had her best season this year so far. I think she has just been, you know, she's been the right amount of involved in all the conflict. She she seems like she's in a great place with her personal life. I love the way that she's dealt with the women talking about her relationship. Um, And she just seems like unbothered by everything. And and, except for when she gets bothered, I guess. (laughs) But we need to get bothered sometimes. Yeah. And like what Frank brings to the show, I think is undeniable. Like he is just, I think one of my favorite characters on Bravo at this point. Um, So yeah, I think they're in a good spot. I would love to see someone new in the picture. And like, I think the women probably agree too. Um, We had Jackie on my podcast a few months ago now and she was like, yeah, honestly, like it'd be nice to have a new girl around. Like Jennifer and I still get treated like the new girls sometimes. And we've been on the show since like 2018. So wow. That's, that is actually interesting. I, you need yeah. new blood. Keep them on their toes, too, because right. they get too comfortable. Right, right. Um, Beverly Hills starts this week, I think, or next week. Yeah. I watched the premiere. I assume you I did. Watched, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was good. It's a good premiere. I, I feel like Beverly Hills is one of those shows where they don't always have a full season that's really, like, compelling and has a lot going for it, but they know how to do a premiere they know how to do a trailer Mm. and so I feel like they're really good at like building up the hype and everybody's always kind of like I don't know if this is going to be as good as I think it's going to be like they get it they get the people going like I'm really excited to see Crystal I'm so happy that Sutton is a housewife this year um I think they're in a good spot I'm really curious to see how they handle Erica but you know we'll see I know I it did it laid a lot of groundwork which is good and like I like it's good to see that and get like, because it's when they have to catch up and see each other and they definitely like accomplished a lot of that. And you, they, I feel like there is some genuine roots in Beverly Hills that sometimes yes. the other franchises are lacking of how well they know each other. And because that cast has seen some people come and go, but also been pretty consistent with, you know, I mean, I feel like Dorit's been on for a long time now. Obviously Kyle's an OG, Erica, like there is a, Rena, there's like a lot of real relationship right. there and it took us a while to get there, but now they've been around each other for a long time. I agree. I think um, it's it was really interesting in the premiere to kind of see where Garcelle and Rinna are at with their relationship, because that was kind of a thread that sort of got lost last season with all the Denise drama that mm-hmm. like Garcelle at the end of the day felt kind of hurt, betrayed by Lisa Rinna. And so I think that's a super compelling thing that we're seeing right off the bat this season. And I'm excited to see how that plays out. And, you know, all the Erica stuff hasn't even started to unfold yet. So can't wait. We'll see. I can't wait for Sutton to really just get in there. <laughs> I know. I totally agree. Obviously, Dallas and Atlanta both just ended. Dallas is taking a wild turn off camera. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, it's Atlanta, actually. Um, if you're either one of those casts. Do you have any strong opinions on who needs to go or who needs to stay either way? Because I'm pretty much like, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't watch Atlanta as religiously as I probably should, or Dallas mm-hmm. really as much as I probably should, but I just feel like, I don't know, there's, they, they, things need to happen, in my opinion. I think both of those shows are in a position where some changes should be made. Um, I think for Dallas, it's a little more of a rough situation in terms of figuring out if there's a way forward, 
And if so, like what that should look like, because honestly, like if I were, if I were, if I were given like an assignment that it's like, okay, Dallas is coming back, figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. I would say you should get rid of four out of the six women that were on the cast this season. Like everyone, but Deandra and Tiffany, I'm yeah. sorry. It's, you've had your time. Thank you for being here today. But Thank like, you for being here today. We're moving <laughs> on to the next generation. It's, <laughs> just, it's generation. tough. And like, I mean, even before the reunion, you know, it was clear that some changes needed to be made, but with all the stuff happening with, Cameron and her family on social media it's like it's not a good look it's not acceptable and particularly like with Bravo you know talking a big game about you know caring about this stuff and even putting out a statement last week like in support of Tiffany it's like okay so like show us in the casting like so I think it'll be really interesting um with Atlanta I think it's more a matter of just you know looking at um looking at who you have and maybe making a hard choice or two. Um, personally, I feel like Cynthia's time may have come. Mm. I I like Cynthia a lot. I think she has been a great presence on these shows, kind of like a Jackie in some ways, but like yeah. I watching the reunion, it was three parts and it was like, we got to the end of part three and I'm like, I like forgot Cynthia was there. Right. And there were only like her five housewives. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's tough. And I think it'll be really interesting to see with Portia's new um, engagement going on, like how that affects the group. Like is Fallon going to be more in the picture next season because of that connection? Or is it kind of like, do we never see Fallon again? I don't know. Right. Fallon was barely on this season, so I don't really feel strongly about that, but you know, Kenya is going to try and pull her in if she can. So I mean, it's like we need, but then is Portia going to like refuse to film? Like, there's nothing makes me more mad than like a refuse to film moment. I think it's, yeah. there has to be stricter with that. Like it's gotten out of hand and I could, Portia's, I don't think would necessarily be one to do that right away, but like I could see, like she's kind of almost be like, is like the star of Atlanta now. And if yeah. they're going to like setting her up to having to run into this girl all the time, I don't think that's going to end well either. Yeah, it's, it's a tough position because I mean, Kenya and Portia are in a space now where it just feels like they're never going to be friends and it's not really worth, it's not worth spending another season seeing if they, you know, how their relationship goes because they don't have a relationship. It's not worth trying again, I don't think. And so it's like, is there even room for both of them to stay on the show if we're not going to really, because when you have like a Teresa and Melissa that were, that used to be feuding more, they were the central two figures, but you always felt like, okay, they're going to figure out their problems at some point and then move on. But when you have two central figures that just can't have any kind of relationship, like you couldn't have had Kyle and LVP both stay on Beverly Hills. Like I think it's, you get to a point where it's like something's got to give because the storyline can't just be like Portia versus Kenya forever. And as much as I hate to say it, like, I could see them getting rid of Kenya before Portia at this point, because I think Portia brings a lot to the network um, in terms of her activism work. I think she has endeared herself to a lot of fans beyond just being a housewife of Atlanta. And we saw that they're giving her a three-part special or something. So like Portia's not getting fired. Right. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say like Kenya needs to be fired, but like I could see it happening and it might be a good thing. Yeah, I get that. I mean, she was gone, and then came, it's also hard when you, I feel like a lot of, it's kind of like when Nini left and then came back. Like it was never the same. And I like Kenya, but I almost kind of feel like the same yeah. thing happened. Well, and she, I mean, 
because part of the reason that she was gone for a season was basically because she got punished for how she like didn't talk about her wedding right and then and now we've seen two seasons of her like being so miserable with her marriage and it's like yeah like obviously she's still like shady and all of that but it's like it's it's not quite the same bring back Sheree <laughs> bring back Sheree I feel like people everyone wants that um should I be watching any of the married to medicine shows because I've never seen any of it um married to medicine the Atlanta one like the OG it's very good I am I am like far behind on the current season right now just because there are like so many shows you have to have a life <laughs> it slips through the cracks um I would definitely recommend, I would recommend to anyone who has like seen most of the housewives, maybe has seen like Vanderpump Rules, whatever. If you want like a Bravo type of show that you haven't, that you don't know much about, Married to Medicine is an excellent binge because it's like, there's like eight seasons now. So it's a lot of episodes. They do big reunions that are incredibly dramatic. Um, And yeah, it's like, it's one of those shows where the drama always feels real to a certain extent and housewives can be a little hit or miss with that but like married to medicine they know how to do it okay i like i like i feel like i need to just dive into one it's the same thing with below deck like i i will watch a below deck marathon when it's on and i know all the players but like i always fall behind because they always say you can either be a bravo person or a bachelor person and i reject (laughs) that theory because i'm both however when i you know show that there are holes in my education it is in like the married to medicine below deck vibes because I do have to turn on ABC sometimes. You know what I mean? The whole the whole in my education is that I've never seen an episode of 90 Day Fiance. That's like my cross That's to bear at this issue. point. Because, yeah, like I just simply don't have time to get involved. <laughs> I and have I po- to read a book sometimes, even if I it's po- written by a D-list celebrity. I posted, I posted something about not watching 90 Day Fiance and all these people are like, oh my God, you have to watch. And I'm like, I'm not saying I don't want to watch it. I'm saying I cannot... I cannot take that on right now. <laughs> Literally, I that show has so many. I can't even follow what show is what. No, there's so many spinoffs. They're like, you have to get Discovery Plus and just like work your way through. And I'm like, when? Literally, I know I just had a year to do that, but I did other things. I watched other shows. Trust me, I watched plenty of TV and did not run out of... I never understand people who are like, I've watched every show. And it's like, I promise you haven't. No, you haven't. And you you also take on movies, which is something that I, I don't remember the last time I sat down and watched a movie that I haven't already I seen. I do. I do. I watch, I watch a lot of movies. I'm at a point now where I haven't been watching a lot of like older stuff. I've mostly just been trying to keep up with like what's coming out because it's just a lot, but. I, if it's yeah. not like Kate Hudson rerun on E, then like I, I haven't seen it. Like I, like, I like I've seen even. zero movies, except I have seen How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, like very recently. Can, yeah, literally last weekend. <laughs> and I like, probably Andy, watched it a month ago. Andy, Andy and I are tight, but like. <laughs> literally, have you watched that Amy Adams movie yet? Yeah, it's not good. It's not good? Okay, so I like, I don't even, why do I need this in my life? You know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, that's like, because I do these like movie reviews on my Instagram and it's like, I purposely will watch things that I am pretty sure aren't going to be good because like other people are like thank you for telling me it's not good thank you for service yeah it's it you know it's it's honest work and somebody's got to do it (laughs) somebody's got to do it well before I let you go because we could probably literally do this forever um where do you stand on the below deck franchises which ones do you keep up with do you watch any of them religiously because I think I'm going to dive in like more commitment but I can't decide so I am I'm a current Below Deck watcher. So I've watched like the last couple seasons of all of the franchises, but I haven't seen all the old seasons of like 
below deck OG, I guess. Okay. So like I've seen below deck med. I'm like watching sailing right now, Sailing's which their good, season, right? their season right now is like off the rails. It's really okay. good. Um, but yeah, I think med is going to be coming back this summer. I like below deck med generally. Um, so that might be a good place to jump in. Um, and then we have like two new below deck franchises coming later so this much. year, next year. I can't, yeah. The, when I got the like notification about the like Bravo, like upfronts presentation, I'm just like, wait, how many more things do I have to watch? It's then it's the peacock of it all. And it's like, our, like yeah. I never even went back. I, I think I used to dabble with Miami, but it's like, I'm not going to not watch like the new, like oh. I have to try it. That is actually, I, like, thank you for reminding me because so I've never seen, I haven't ever watched Real Housewives of Miami. And like in the back of my mind, I'm like, before the new one comes out, like I have to just sit down and watch those old seasons. Like I can't yeah. just like not know who anybody is. Of course That's not. not an option. It's not an option. How embarrassing for both of us. And I also would love to see, I kind of remember, but like how the, how much we've seen Larsa Pippen come. Like, I don't know if she's going to be on the new one or whatever, but oh, there's just yeah. so much there that she was on that first season and like her evolution and then fallout with the Kardashians. It's like a whole other like, like underrated pop culture thing. And seeing her back in the day. She might be on, I think right? she's definitely not going to be on the new one. Oh, you don't think so? Because I feel like when they first announced it, she did the like very thirsty celeb thing where she like leaked a rumor that she like might be returning. And then it was Maybe like- Maybe that's where I heard it. <laughs> right? Maybe it's she like, called Lars- me. It's like, you see in like page six, it's like Larsa Pippen unsure of whether she's returning to pi- to Real Hostess of Miami. And it's like, no yeah, because they haven't called her. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And I mean, obviously Potomac, iconic, Salt Lake City, yes. so good, but they're not on yet. But I can't, I mean, they are, for anyone who- is watching Housewives but hasn't watched either of those. Like, I think they are must-see TV, both Salt Lake City and Potomac. Absolutely. Potomac, they, like, did that annoying teaser where they're, like, coming this summer. And I'm like, does that mean June? Or does that mean, like, September 10th? I think it's going to be, like, August. That's what I'm thinking. I'm, like, hoping maybe a little sooner. But at the same time, like, I understand, like, Bravo spaces out their programming for a reason. So, like, last year, you know, like, delaying Potomac was just the best thing for everyone it worked even if out. we didn't know it in the moment totally they they do know they know best i say that about the bachelor too it's like you might not be happy i'm not really super in on katie but i trust these people to give me something you know what i mean yeah you're like somebody at the network that has something. their job for a reason yeah <laughs> i am not in charge of casting on any of these shows shockingly no one calls me and asks me for my opinion it's funny speaking of it's whenever people have any issues with any bravo show when they just tag andy cohen on twitter and they're like at andy fire cameron and it's yeah. like i mean like he's not not involved but like... yeah he's like the figure it's kind of like it's he's more involved than like a chris harrison but he was the example too and it's like i right. don't think Chris Harrison really was deciding anything about who The Bachelor was, which is why when he put his foot in his mouth, it was like, you had one job. So I don't know what to do right, now. Like, tagging Andy Cohen on Twitter is not like the political statement that people think it is. No, but it is hilarious. And I know he gets probably like, whenever something else starts, it's like, okay, well, where's this trailer? Where's that? And it's like, you guys sit back, enjoy it. Right. Like we have to, we have to like film the show before we can give you a trailer. I'm so sorry that yeah. that's the way it works. Literally. And my actual last question before we, I let you go. Do you have prediction on when they're going to even make an Orange County announcement? And in your mm. ideal world, what would it be? Um, so I've been hearing for like, a, like basically since the season ended, I had been hearing that they were going to film in June. So I don't know if that's still the plan. Cause that was like kind of the plan of like, oh yeah, like June, I guess. Summer, yeah. Um, but it doesn't, there haven't been any Spring, rumblings. Spring, summer joggers. Exactly. There haven't been any rumblings about casting or anything yet. And I feel mm-hmm. like 
I feel like usually, even if there's no big announcement, you can usually tell when like contracts are going out and stuff just from like subtle, like social media behavior, you know, like people changing their Instagram bios mm-hmm. and like posting with the, their friends and stuff. So I, I mean, maybe starting in June, but then I don't know if we would even be getting a season in 2021. Like, it's hard to know timing-wise because obviously everything else is a bigger priority for them at this point. Um, but I don't know. I think I think Bronwyn can stay. She's not like my favorite, but she's definitely not the worst of that bunch. Um, Gina can stay. I like Gina. Maybe I Shannon is the tough one for me because it's like everyone's talked about will they bring Tamara back? Like, how is that going to work? And I think if they are bringing Tamara back, I think Shannon should come back too. Cause like, yeah, somebody has to have history with somebody else. On yeah, this totally. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I have loved Orange County in the past. Um, some of those like mid year seasons really are just like chicken soup for my soul. Like the cut fitness fight is one of yes. my favorites ever. Um, so I want it to be great again, but I don't know. I re- at this point, it's like, I don't really care that much. Like, yeah. ma- go make the show, uh, <laughs> tell us when it's ready, and then hopefully it'll be good. That's how I feel about Vanderpump Rules. It's like, I'm not yeah. saying I'm not going to watch. I'm not like, going to be dramatic about it and like freak out. But like James and Raquel getting engaged shortly after filming, a little sketchy, for filming begins. Like, sure, they wanted their storyline. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's all, they're yeah. probably all freaking out too that they're going to be able to deliver without half that cast. But at the same time, it was getting stale. So I don't, I'm very interested to see how it'll go. I'm super interested to see if, assuming they're bringing on some new people, it seems like they have to be kind of restaurant type, like, workers. <laughs> they <laughs> like, have to, there has to be go to some, Sir sometimes. Right, like, Raquel and Charlie still work at Sir, but other than that, it's like, I don't, nobody actually believes that, like, Ariana's bartending at Sir. Right. So, it'll be interesting to see kind of how they do that, because last season it was such a fail with trying to bring on, like, six new people that actually worked at the restaurant, and that just, like, it didn't take. It's like yeah. when an organ transplant like does like rejects the body. Um, I do rewatch Riz Anatomy all the time, so I know. <laughs> Something else I do. So I'm I'm glad that like Charlie is back, but actually seems like she's part of the group this year rather than kind of like this new girl that has to film with Brett or whoever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm like interested, but not excited necessarily. Agreed. Intrigued, really intrigued yes I feel the same way about Orange County it's like I'll be there I'll turn on the TV right. but I don't I'm not I'm, like banking on it I will not not watch yeah like they can literally air anything and like we will be here <laughs> we're yeah we're if we stop watching then it's time to cancel the show yeah but like will they even notice I don't know but Dylan thank you so much I could talk to you forever I mean reality TV it's just such a gift and thank you for your Th- service thanks for having me this is so fun Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Here for the Right Reasons. Don't forget to leave us five stars and come back every Tuesday and Friday for more Bachelor breakdowns, interviews, and all things Bachelor Nation. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.